What is going on, everyone? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. I am very grateful to have your attention, at least for the next 15 minutes of this episode. Forward Thinking Founders is a podcast where I interview pre-seed and seed stage founders about their products, what they want to build into the world, and why. We dive into how they spend their time, what's their vision, what's the origin of stories, all these things, so you can learn all about what's coming tomorrow. Because these companies haven't hit critical scale yet. Most of them haven't hit product market fit. These are just early stage companies, and the big question is, what can this be? And in this podcast, we bring that out. So with that, I really hope you enjoy your time listening to today's episode. And I've already done 200 plus, so if you like this one, listen to some of the other ones, like with Imadi Kuhn, Austin Allred, Leah Culver. We have great interviews, so check it out. Enjoy the repository, and for now, let's get into today's episode. Here we go. All right. How's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders, where we talk to founders about their companies, their visions for the future, and how the two collide. Today, I'm very excited to be talking to Steph Nasser, who's the maker behind OpenVC. Welcome to the show. How's it going? Thanks, man. Doing very well. Awesome to hear. Well, I'm looking forward to learning more about what you're working on, especially the nature of this podcast. We have a bunch of founders listening, so they're going to be super interested in this. So for people that haven't heard of your company before, your project, what are you working on? So basically, OpenVC is a, let's call it a, a gate or a, a bridge between uh, tech founders and VC investors. And so basically, you, you go to openvc.app, you have a bunch of uh, VC firms listed, and you can search them uh, by any criteria uh, for you as a founder. And the idea is really to help you instantly identify uh, a bunch of VCs that are the right for you. So... Kind of walk me through, I guess, maybe a founder's journey. So they decide to raise money and they they come onto the app. And like, what what do they see? Can they filter? Like, I guess, can you kind of like walk me through maybe if a founder is listening, what could they they could expect to like kind of do on the platform? That's that's basically as as easy as it can be. So you arrive on the platform, no login, no sign up. Uh, You just have a a bunch of filters. So you can uh, select your country where your company is based. Uh, the maturity of your startup. So for example, are you pre-revenue, post-revenue? So let's say, for example, you're a London-based fintech startup, right? And you're pre-revenue trying to raise, I don't know, um, 500K to a million pounds. And well, you just enter those elements. And the nice thing is you can also search by investment thesis. Uh, You can search VC funds by investment thesis. And I think this is uh, one of the nice things with with OpenVC. So you would say you're a tech startup. You can even be more specific, say your fintech marketplace. And that, and, and like instantly, you just have a list of 10, 20, 30 VC, VC firms that have explicitly stated that they invest, invest in those areas. So basically, you save, I don't know, 10, 20 hours of research, you know, of Googling online and, and just uh, gathering different lists. That's, that's the, the promise. Why did you decide to start this? What's the origin story for OpenVC? Okay, so I have, this dates back now to 2015. At the time, I worked at Microsoft. I was uh, running operations for their Paris uh, Startup Accelerator. And, um, you know, it's one of, the, one of the tasks was to connect our portfolio startups with VCs. And, of course, we have our own connections. Of course, we have our own spreadsheets like everybody else. Uh, but I was like, it, it, it doesn't make sense. You know, why would you have your spreadsheet? Everybody is doing the same job. When you talk to somebody else in another accelerator, you talk to founders, everybody has their own spreadsheets. You know, it's like, nice little silos of information and everybody's basically doing the same job 
just without speaking to each other. So I was like, okay, we need to kind of make it like a collaborative spreadsheet. Uh, but at the time, I didn't have the tools and the knowledge to, to build. And fast forward 2020, uh, I discovered Airtable, which is you know this, this no-code uh, kind of uh, relational database thingy. And for me, it's, it's uh, kind of a revelation because I'm not a technical person. I'm of a business guy originally. And I was like, okay, so this is the tool that I can build my vision upon. So I started to, to build this database on, on, a, on Airtable. Then a friend joined, Lucas, and he's more of the technical, uh, the technical half of OpenVC. So there are two of us, we're two makers. Uh, and he built the, the front end and just that's how things came about. This is a side project for us, working on, on it nights and weekends for the past, I don't know, eight, nine months now. Um, and uh, yeah, that, that's the story really, just frustration of repeating the same task again and again, working with startups, working around VCs and, and seeing this very, very must be a better way. Actually, I was surprised, you know, it's one of those things that this should already exist. Somebody must have built it. And uh, no, so we did it. And as you work on this, you know, you mentioned it was a side project. So for the time that you're spending on OpenVC, what are you working on? Like, are you ultimately, you know, reach, reaching out to VCs, getting them on the platform? Are you spreading the founders? Like, what's your day-to-day -day look like when you're working on, on the project? Okay, so I, I guess there are really two different phases. There's pre-launch and post-launch, obviously. Uh, we launched in early March. And before that, it was a lot of um, designing the product, designing the features, and a lot of back and forth with VCs as well. Um, they were super, uh, I was, honestly, I was kind of not sure how they would re respond, re react to the project. Um, but uh, I got, we got a lot of you know, positive marks of interest. So they helped us you know, refine the project. So um, lots of back and forth. And, and then after the launch, then yes, you, you reach out to people, you try to spread the word, uh, you do podcasts from time to time. Uh, but um, yeah, we did a bit of emailing, which didn't prove very effective, you know, unsurprisingly, I mean, VCs are very busy people. Uh, what was really, um, you know, uh, both super effective and, uh, uh, and didn't take too much time was uh, media publications. We, we were lucky to, to be, um, uh, how do you say, to, to, to appear in a few uh, medias. And, and we saw a spike, you know, a massive spike in, in traffic. Uh, so, you know, sometimes you wonder, you know, you do all those outreach, efforts, marketing, and at the end of the day, just one uh, small uh, mention in TechCrunch and boom. It's unfair, but, you know, I'm not going to complain. It was great. It, it is the life, that's for sure. Um, so if you were to look out into the future of Open VC, what, what do you kind of see as the future? Would you like to build this out into a whole company? Would you like sell it to a VC firm? I guess like, what are your ambitions and what's your big visions for kind of uh, Open VC? Yeah, so uh, it's a good one because that's a question I'm asking myself. Open VC is taking a, a lot of time for Lucas and I. We had a lot of people asking us to build more features. So we're working on that, but again, at our own pace, which is uh, a humble, I would say. Uh, at the same time, we try to keep adding. So that's a short term, like more features, more data, uh, having more funds on board. Um, and um, so that's, that's really short term and increasing traffic, obviously, uh, spreading the word because what's the point, you know, if you have cool, cool toy, but nobody's playing with it. Longer term, um, yes, we would like to monetize, but there is something about OpenVC and that's the, 
I would say that's kind of the core promise. OpenVC is really 100% free for both sides. It's open, it's an open project, a bit like you could say Wikipedia is open. The data set is on a Creative Commons license. So we want to monetize without breaking that promise. And it's a kind of a catch 22. So what we think about right now is maybe a paid API, if we can have enough data, um, but that would be really long-term. Uh, another thing we're considering is a paid newsletter um, because we have a lot of people who you know, just sign up to our newsletter, although we don't have one yet. So we have an, a, nice, uh, a nice base, maybe some, some sponsorship. Um, I would say that's more for like longer term vision um, because right now we're just super happy, super excited. I mean, I wake up in the morning and I have really no problem finding the motivation to, to build more. So, you know, there is no rush. We'll, we'll find a way to monetize eventually, but well, I cannot, we'll see what the future has in store. And in order to kind of bring some of those things to life, help you make money and just like make, make it all happen, like you'll need some help, right? It takes a village to make these things work. So my question for you is, how can the forward-thinking founders community help? Are you looking for help like hiring? Are you raising money, looking for users, website visitors, you know, any help at all from the listeners? Uh, that, 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 that's great. Yes. Um, so um, one thing is uh, roast us. I want to say to the, to the, to the community, come to OpenVCs and there's a little chat box and just tell me what sucks. You know, we're trying to improve uh, and, and feedback is, is a gift. So really um, roast us. Number two would be data. Uh, the, one of the really cool thing about the OpenVC is that it's collaborative. It's again, a bit like Wikipedia. So if you see, if you're, especially if you're a VC, if you work for a VC firm, if you know someone who works for a VC firm, you know, send them the link, tell them to update their, their info. Uh, it takes two minutes, it's entirely free. Uh, you don't even need to sign up to anything. Again, it's really completely a uh, frictionless process. So yeah, um, feedback, uh, data, um, traffic. Yeah, if people, if there's value for them, yeah, share with your friends. Um, right now, you know, it's one of those open source projects where um, you, you, need, you need the community, you need to build a community around it. So. I'm very, very happy to, to receive some help with that. And then if someone wanted to learn more, check it out online or just find, find you online, how can they find you? Do you have a website, social media handle, or an email address? How can someone learn more? So I'm a very easy person to find online. You will find me anywhere. I answer to everything. Uh, Twitter, LinkedIn, uh, Stefan Nasser, as we said, Steph Nasser for Americans. Um, on the OpenVC website, on openvc.app, uh, there's a chat box, you know, bottom right, and that's me, and I always answer. Um, so, yeah, uh, really uh, reach out, uh, no problem. Cool. Well, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. I really appreciate it. Thanks, Matt. Thanks for having me.